the EP Podcast. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found. And always at the eppodcast.com. Hi, yeah, you're on the phone right now, but you have this EP Podcast car magnet on the back of your car, so you just won $200. Stop it. I'm not kidding. Are you serious? Yeah, I'm Chris. I'm the guy who does the podcast. I drove by and I saw it. You win. Are you serious? I'm not kidding. Oh my God. <laughs> Is it okay if I answer Absolutely. your phone call? Yes. What's your name? Angela Jordan. Hi, Angela. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good, good. I, I drove by yesterday. And I saw you on my door, but we were out of town. Okay, because I was holding up the thing. Like, I get, that was me, like, holding up. I was holding up a magnet. Maybe it didn't show up. Okay. And I had $200 in my hand. Oh, my God. Because we forgot to give away 100 We got to give away 400 by the 4th. So you get a bonus this week. Oh, my God. And you get $200 in cash. Thank you so much. Just for listening to EP Podcast. Awesome. Thank yeah. you so much. Thank you so much for listening. Absolutely. Anytime. <laughs> oh, we love it. Thank you. The EP Podcast. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found and always at the eppodcast.com. There's a lot going on this weekend. Yeah. There's a lot that we've got to talk about on the show today. We have a brand new segment. Mixology with Mike. Woohoo! Yes, Mike is the head bartender over at Unidad. That just sounds fancy. But he's really a mixologist because the guy. I mean, like I looked. I, I got this idea because I walked in there to go see those folks during the day before they opened up, maybe about a week or so ago. And I asked Mike, "Can we do a new segment?" Because he, I walked in there during the day, and the guy literally makes like his jam. Like, he has like something with like a peach jam in the drink. He was making it on like a stove top that he plugs in on the bar <laughs> and in the morning when he's making all those things like he makes his own simple syrup he makes his he's like everything is made there he doesn't go out and buy the stuff he doesn't go out and buy it he made it he was cutting up peaches and making jam so he could make drinks out of it later and I was like I you're on the show so they, he's got he's I, I don't care he's on the show I just thought it was hysterical I was like I, I gotta have him on you know I have a bar and I can make a few drinks but I don't know how to make like the fancy ones I have no clue. Mike's a mixologist. He's like a doctor of mixology. That's what this guy is. And we're going to have him on every once in a while. So his first segment, we're going to we're going to start off with something very simple. He's going to be on the program today. We are also going to visit with George Peso. He's been on the show before. It's been a long time since he was on the show. He's the head of the Evergreen Park Historical Commission. They are opening up a brand new section inside the new community center. That is just about Evergreen Park history. They have a permanent home finally. I love it. Is something that he said he wanted back when we talked to him back when this show just started. We were like on yeah. episode like six or something that. like that. And he like he was talking to me about it and he, he came on and he was really pushing that we need to have this, but they didn't have any space. He got what he wanted. They have their grant. It's like a sneak peek, actually, because it's going to be open during day in the park. We're also going to have Glenn Panuski on to talk about day in the park because that's this Saturday. And that is essentially taste of Chicago and Evergreen Park. There's food everywhere. We're going to be there. Okay. I don't know if you're going. I haven't told you yet about it, but I'm going. Okay. I'll be there. They got live music. We're going to have a tent in there the entire day for Day at the Park. And we're going to have the mics out there. We're going to talk to the people. We might have a few guests stop by. I'm really angling to get the mayor. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Maybe we can get Dennis Duffy on because Dennis announced he's retiring. Oh, woo! So he's been on several times. Our yes, good friend has. Dennis Duffy, the head of the recreation department, announced he's retiring. Already had his last official day of work, although he pops in every once in a while, they were telling me. And he's going to be the Grand Marshal of the Parade on July the 3rd. 
Another thing that the EP podcast is going to be a part of, we are going to be set up right by the reviewing stand during the parade. That's awesome. Yeah. We're going to have our own thing. We're going to be set up there. We're going to have the mics. It's going to be awesome. You're going to give the play-by-play? Who will stop by on that show? I know. You're going to give the play-by-play? I don't. I can't give play-by-play of a parade. That'll be boring. But I mean, I'm hoping that we get, (laughs) I'm hoping as the parade's going on in the background, we get some very interesting guests from Evergreen Park that will stop by. That, That should be fun. So there's a lot ahead here on the show. And then... This weekend, there's another big thing coming up I'm going to talk about in just a little bit So we, that we're going to be out at. So there's so much going on. The EP podcast is so busy right now. I didn't expect it to get as busy as it's gotten, but we have just the next couple of weeks. The shows are going to get bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger, and there's more and more going on, and I'm super, super pumped about it. Let's do it. now time for your EP Word on the Street. Tis the time of year when there's only a few things to talk about in Evergreen Park. One is Day in the Park. That comes up this Saturday. The other is the Big Fourth of July Parade. The 51st annual Evergreen Park Independence Day Parade will take place on Wednesday, July 3rd this year, kicking off at 6.30 p.m. Fireworks follow at approximately 9.15 at Duffy Park, 92nd and Millard make your plans now also the Evergreen Park Youth Department is hoping that some young folks may want to walk in the parade if you have a kid grades 5 through 12 and they want to march stop by the youth room in the community center for details but now what about day in the park why should I sit around and talk about day in the park I've got Glenn Panuski. he's like the voice of the village I sat down and talked with him this week about the big day. I left the bar and came and found him because he's just so busy because this place is like a hubbub of activity this week in the Village Hall because you got a lot of big things that are coming up. Glenn Paduski's here. Day in the Park is coming up. What can you tell me about it? What's going to be out there this year? Well, first thing, pray for a nice day because uh, so many things already with the rain. They had a, over at 50 Acre Park yesterday, they had like a kids rock band thing and they dodged the raindrops, they got it in, but it's like every time you're playing on these outdoor things, they're, you're, you've got one eye on the weather channel. I did the, I did the uh, story time in the park with my four-year-old, and it was like, we're lucky that it didn't rain for the couple hours that we were doing it, but it was soggy and it was cold. And it's like, I mean, like, it's a shame because there's so many great events that are planned right now. And it's like when, I mean, the, the Redeemer Carnival, I think, rained three of the five days. It was, yeah. it's been, it's been a crazy start to the month. Yeah, it's, we're, we're all shifted, I think, a couple of months later than it should be. Yeah. However, um, it, it, with the day in the park, which is coming up on Saturday, June 29th, and it'll be back at the community center. Now, if you remember last year, the community center was being built. So they had to move the whole day in the park over to Yukich Fields. And so it was a little different layout. The layout was a good one. The problem, it was 100 degrees. You right. Know, so there we had the exact opposite problem. You right. know, you're dying over there. So hopefully we sit at a, a nice, clear 80, 85 degree day over there at the community center that would be uh, Saturday the 29th. Is it going to be in the park across the street and then it, you walk over to the community center? There will center? be things in the park. In Circle Park, that is where you'll have the uh, the horse, and, you know, the pony rides. Okay. You'll have the climbing wall. Okay. A few other kids' activities over there. But the bulk of it will take place in the new parking lot. Oh, uh, so that's going to be done. 
it's they have been mandated to get that wow. thing done, and they're they're pretty much there. Okay, you know, we they're pretty much there. I saw that they're trying yeah. to do like the, everything from the parking lot to the to the street right. now. They're trying to get right. done. Yeah, and 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 actually, the neighbors on the north side of the community center will be very happy to see that because when the day nobody camp, will be parking in front of their house when anymore. the day camps let off or get picked <laughs> up, it's a mob scene over there. You know, so they'll be very happy. But uh, no, the thing is coming along. It looks well. really nice. Even the parking lot looks fancy. It does. Like I mean, it, it, like the the amount of time that went into it because I saw that where they had like dug out underneath it and they put look it looks like drainage systems and the electricity for the for the light posts and then they lay it down it's not just like a like a like a concrete thing it's like brick out there it's really kind of a fancy well, and, and it's a very pretty building a very pretty a couple thing. of years ago when the mayor announced that they were building the new community center he specifically said listen this isn't just a new building this is forcing us to up our game on things so you know look what's happened here in the last six months uh, you know, the youth department has just taken off. You know, she's got, since that new building opened, you know, she's got the new youth room in there, and she's bursting at the seams over there with kids coming into that, you know, to the, to the youth room. Uh, the day camps, I think once people saw that new community center, which was open around Christmas, they had that, not Christmas, Easter, they had that Easter event over there, 400 people came through that. So now that they've seen it, and now these day, the summer camps opened, I mean, it's just gone nuts over there. So yeah, they've responded well, you know, as far as uh, putting things in there. Not like as we just talked a minute ago, uh, George Peso and the Historical Commission has a room over there that will be open uh, for the first time uh, at the day of the park. So yeah, lots of things coming up. Most of it, as I say, will be located in the parking lot there. Okay, so if I've never been to a day at the park. What do I expect when I show up there? Give that to somebody who may never have been to one. Well, we've got we got food vendors. Or what might be different this year too? Well, obviously the besides location, the location, yeah. the, besides the location, you've got. Um, uh, I don't think we've ever hit the rock climbing wall over there. Uh, over at the when we've had day in the park in the past at that location, yeah, the pony rides, petting zoo. I think that might have all been there. Uh, We've got a couple of new bands coming in, uh, start playing at 4 o'clock. Uh, Cokes and Folks start at 4, play till 6, and then at 6.30, the Larkin and Moran Brothers start playing. That, again, will be all in the parking lot. People have asked us, you know, is the uh, old gazebo coming back? And like, no. When they, <laughs> when they took that apart uh, a year or so ago, it was already rotting out bad, so that's, right. that's not coming back. Right. So. Okay, and then you got food vendors that are going to be out there as well. Food vendors. Let's is see. this one of those things where you got to buy tickets and then you go around, you get the food, or you just pay the vendor directly when you, you walk the up vendor. there? I, think, I believe you pay okay. the vendor direct. Yeah. All right. And what, what about, uh, is the, people always ask, alcohol at the park? Or yep, is this, yep. Okay. They got, they'll have a beer tent. There's a beer there. tent, but don't bring your own coolers. Exactly out, so right. Keep right. those out of there. Exactly. All right, because we don't want anybody just showing up with a couple of bottles of Jack Daniels and getting out of control. Beer wine garden opens at 11.30, goes till 9 o'clock. Evergreen Park, baby. We start drinking before noon. That's you know they they call this the biggest block party in Evergreen Park. Right, and and I have been there when it is deliriously hot. It's miserable, but if we hit that right, that nice temperature, it's a, it's a lot of fun. I think really we're going to get it. I got a good feeling about I think, this. I think it should be the way it's mapped out right now. I've, I've got a good feeling. We're going to be out there too with the EP podcast. Right, we're going right. to set up. We're going to be out there. I'm getting, uh, I'm getting all my stuff yeah, together. We're we'll handing thing. things out. That's the new thing that's different. The new thing is the EP there. podcast right, right. will be there. I'll be there. That's why people are going today at the park. They're coming to see me. Right. Exactly. <laughs> you know, and there's there's craft vendors out there. You've got your, you know, uh, a lot of kids things. You got jewelry crafters. You've got uh, basically everything that you can ask for out there. It's kind of a mini uh, 
uh, what do you call, like the, the taste of the what is that one downtown? It's like Taste of Chicago, exactly. But right. it's a mini Taste of Chicago, exactly right. Taste of Evergreen Park. I'm I'm excited about it. I'm I'm really looking forward to it. If somebody wants to get details, just go to the Village site. They could do that or pop into the you know the rec department on their Facebook page, which is Evergreen Park Recreation. They give they put out updates on that thing almost every day. So, so you're going to be there, Glenn. I will be there to pop there. Take mayor going to be there? I believe so. We'll tell the mayor to stop by. Oh, absolutely. I'm still hunting the mayor. I still want to get him on the show. Okay. He just missed him here about three minutes. Of course, ago. I just missed him. And Glenn. I didn't say a thing. Of course, I just missed him. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Glenn. Thank Glenn Panuski. Thanks for coming out. The world is fast and busy. Sometimes you got to get down to your speed. And the place to lower your speed and relax in Evergreen Park is at the Red Palm. Maybe your speed is wine on a Wednesday with your friends for Wine Down Wednesday. Maybe turtle races and Queen of Hearts on Thursday nights is more your speed. Each and every night, though, at the Red Palm, you get a little island attitude at a local latitude. When you walk into the Red Palm, it's like walking into an island bar but right in Evergreen Park. With a menu like no other created by Chef Mario and cooked in a beautiful wood fire oven. Unique taste, comfort foods, and honestly, the best wings you're gonna find anywhere. Have a tropical drink, a craft beer, a glass of wine, or share a bucket of lights with your friends. Watch the game on one of the many flat screen TVs over the top of their bar or out on the patio. Get out this summer. The Red Palm at 3020 West 95th Street. Island attitude, local latitude. All right, I want you to tell me about this. So you got what? Ringworm. That's disgusting. You're a disgusting person. Okay, why do you say it's disgusting? Because it sounds like one of those things that like only disgusting people get. You got ringworm. There's there's no worm. How do you get ringworm? You can get it from the dirt. It's a fungus. So then what happens? So you're digging in your yard and then what happens? I start itching a few days later and it normally shows up on your abdomen and Uh it's a circle. Right. That's why they call it ringworm. It makes little rings, uh-huh. little circles. On your stomach. And it, Yes, and it itches. And you get itchy. Yes. Okay, so how do you cure it? Just like you would athlete's foot. It's the same kind of fungus. Okay. Is so, it contagious? Yes, if I were to scratch it and then go run and scratch somebody else, yes, they would get it. Well, you said the cat caught it. The cat caught it because I rub his ears and I scratch his ears. So if I touch you, you could give me ringworm. If you touch my shoulder, no. If you touch my head, no. If you touch where you the ringworm is. You just stay away is, from me, okay? If you touch where the ringworm is. I'm not touching your tummy. Don't worry about it. Well, then you're not going to catch it. But you just said that you scratched the cat with your hand. I did. So what happens if like, like you walked in and you're like, hey, Chris, and you gave me a hug and then like I got ringworm? I'm not contagious anymore. How do you know you're not contagious anymore? Because it's all cleared I'm up. I'm feeling itchy. You're a hypochondriac. My stomach's itchy right now. You are a hypochondriac. What if I what if I got ringworm? Then you go buy some uh, athlete's I don't want to have ringworm. Ringworm's for dirty people. <laughs> <laughs> Only bums get ringworm. Bums and girls from New Orleans would come up here and, and and play in the mud like the bums. Who gets ringworm? People that play in the mud like bums, like me. That's How who often gets do you ringworm. take a bath? How do you, I mean, like people who don't bathe get ringworm. I bathe. How often? When I work in the yard. On bathing day? In, on bathing day. Don't throw the baby out with the bath water. Share the bath water. The man of the house goes first and gets I'm the very, clean water. I'm very concerned about this whole ringworm thing. You find this to be normal. Well, it is. Is it? It, it exists in nature. I never had it before. You know, I'm going to tell you well, something right now. I grew up in the middle of nowhere. I had it a lot as a kid. I, I never. in the mud. I never in my See, life. See, I wasn't a city kid. I had to play in mud, literal mud. Right. Yeah. I never in my life had a tick. I never in my life. I've had, never had a tick. I never in my life had lice. Never had lice. But my wife comes along and she's from West Virginia and my children, these things have occurred. 
And then you, you come along from New Orleans and you bring Ringworm. Like to me, a Southside kid, all this seems very... Sheltered city kid. Is it sheltered city kid or you people are just dirty country folk? <laughs> it's, I, mean, it, it, I mean, like you can look at this both ways. Sheltered city kid or city kid that takes a bath every day <laughs> and dirty country folk. That don't take a bath That don't day. take baths, obviously. <laughs> it's the middle of the show song. 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 Chris had nothing to put here, so he put this song. It's the middle of the show song. Anna. Yes. This Sunday, Cool Clouds, one of the proud sponsors of the EP podcast, Cool Clouds is going to be having their five-year anniversary. Now, I, I, it's a vape shop, but they also do that CBD oil. Yes. You've had that before. It's wonderful. How does that stuff work? It's well, we use it for anxiety, and it okay. really does. It calms you You're down. You anxious? You get anxiety? Yes, you get, I do. You get up? You get up? Really? Is oh, it yes. me? Do I give you anxiety? No, Chris, you give me anxiety? <laughs> Are you kidding me? Chris Lamudi, does he give you anxiety? What? You gotta take the CBD oil after doing this show. You go home and all you just slather it all over yourself. You go, oh my god, take I'm the worn whole bottle out. and pour it under my tongue. Oh. <laughs> No, it makes you calm, but you're, it's not like when you take, you know, a prescription medication and you're loopy and out of it, you're just calm. And it, it's right. just, you know, it's very natural. Um, it, my mom uses it for her rheumatoid arthritis. Okay. She thought it was a placebo effect at first until she stopped taking it for a couple of days and she started hurting real bad again. So she said, that's no placebo effect. It was really working. So she got right back on it. Well, they have been in Evergreen Park now for five years. Evergreen Park residents. Husband and wife team. We, we actually talked to Reed, one of the owners. Reed and Bridget own it. And we talked to Reed actually last week. He was our Meet the Neighbors. And he mentioned to me while we were there that they're having this big celebration on Sunday. So Sunday, there's going to be, like, if you go over there, it's their five-year celebration. They're going to have, like, giveaways. I said we would stop by for a little bit during it. Okay, so I'm going to stop by. There's always a possibility that I'll still be trying to find my last $100 winner for the uh, 400 by the 4th. I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. I'm not sure because I got to get that last $100 out. So there's just, there's so much going on, but we also have that going on coming up this Sunday. So stop by there. Uh, it, it's it's like a friendly atmosphere. You walk in there, it's like a bar, you know, but it's it's for people that are trying these different products. Sure. And it's, just, it's really kind of like a thank you to all the people who go to Cool Clouds. You know, and that's what this is. It's kind of a thank you to the neighborhood. It's a five-year party is what they're having. There's a possibility there might be some libations there, I was told. That's what I was told. There might You might mm-hmm. be able to walk in there and, you know, have a pop, maybe a two pops. I don't know. <laughs> a couple of pops. Cool Clouds of Evergreen Park, 3837 West 95th Street. They open at 1 p.m. on Sunday. We'll see you there. In Evergreen Park, there's a lot of bars. There's a lot of bartenders. But if you're looking for somebody who does something different, which is like mixology, you hear about this all the time, you gotta go into Unidad. Mike Makauka is the head guy back there, and he's a mixologist. The stuff that he makes is from scratch. He, he spends his afternoons before the place opens up making jams and cutting up fresh fruit. You're, you're absolutely insane, you know that. Oh yeah, I know, but it's, the time you put in the beginning is gonna make a better product at the end. And I hate the shortcuts. If I can make it, I want to make it. And that way I have the control over the product. I know what my final product is gonna taste like because 
I put in the legwork or my coworkers put in the legwork. So, because of this, that's why we're going to try something new here on the EP podcast called Mixology with Mike. That's that's a radio thing. See how oh, I yeah. did that? I like that one. You I like do. that one? Yeah. Pretty soon it'll be t-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The beardy, long-haired face. Yes, a beardy, long-haired face. That's how you identify him when you go into Unadad. Okay. So, uh, what do we want to go over today? So, the basis of cocktails, which I think a lot of people don't even know, is much more simple than, than they think. Um... Two parts spirit, one part sour, one part sweet. So easiest way that would translate with one of our cocktails is probably one of our signature drinks, the I Love Lucy. So it's two parts of vodka to one part of fresh squeezed lime juice and one part of simple syrup. Um, and I've had this discussion with guests before. As soon as you say simple syrup, they kind of get nervous. It makes me nervous. because Is that just something I go out and buy someplace or what? You could buy it. You buy it, anything on a shelf has preservatives in it, and it's not hard. Simple syrup is equal parts water and sugar. You put it on the stovetop on low heat, and you just keep it there until the sugar's totally dissolved. That's so it. basically, if I'm going to use a cup of water, I'm using a cup of sugar. Yep. And I can make simple syrup, and I put it on low heat, and it just turns into this, like, gel- like syrup. It turns into syrup. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it turns into a thin syrup. It'll... Don't be nervous because it won't be clear. It'll get like a little tint to it, and that's just the sugar in there. But I mean, like that is just the basis for cocktails. They're really simple, and it's within those parameters that you can play with and come up with the crazier flavors. Like what you're using for sour and what you're using for sweet is what will change the cocktail down the road. Okay, so now let's talk about one of them that you have here. You were talking about the I Love Lucy, which is like a big one here. Yeah, easily... One of our top two sellers, that and our margarita. Uh, so like I said, for that one, we're doing two parts of vodka, um, and then one part fresh squeezed lime juice, the one part simple syrup. Easy enough to do at home. Shake it up. You can even stir it it's on ice. Uh, we do a little bit of a strawberry puree for that. Our puree is, again, pretty simple. It just takes a little bit of time. For every pound of frozen strawberries, you do a cup of sugar and just let it cook down on low. And that's what you're doing right now, yeah. actually, behind me. While that, I mean, like that's that's what's amazing is how this is like your normal. It's your norm to just come in here and you cook during the day to get all of your stuff together. How long does it last for? Like, if somebody said, "Okay, that's great," but for me to make a drink, I don't want to sit around and spend 45 minutes pureeing things. Like, I'm okay with the prep, like on day one. But how long will that stuff last for? So everything pretty much lasts about a week. I mean, and if you really wanted to, get your favorite strawberry jam or strawberry jelly just at the grocery store. You could do that. Yeah, you could easily do that. And we top ours with club soda just to give it a little bit of fizz. So, I mean, it's a simple cocktail, but when you take the time in the beginning, simple things end up being usually the most tasty. Make yourself an I Love Lucy. If you missed everything, it's a podcast. You just have to hit a couple of buttons there at the bottom of the player, and it goes back. You 15 can hear, seconds at a time. Right, just go back 15, 30 <laughs> seconds at a time, depending on what kind of player you're using. And, and, and you can listen to what Mike just told you to do. Try the I Love Lucy that he just told you how to do. Yeah, and if okay. you don't want to do the work yourself, just come get one from me. Uh, I was going to say, <laughs> I was going to say, try it, then come in and find out why he's a mixologist, because he probably still does it better. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> That's mixology with Mike Unity. Dad's got a one-year anniversary coming up. What's the date? I believe it's uh, July Thursday, July 18th. 18th. July yep. 18th. The EP podcast will be there as well. Starting at 5 p.m. You working on a special cocktail for that one? 
there's a few things being okay. knocked around. We'll talk about that beforehand. Oh, I'll yeah. come back for another episode of Mixology with Mike. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Mike. Thank you. This summer, Unidad, a Latin kitchen and bar, is turning things up a notch with a special summer happy hour and an incredible patio experience. Unidad brings together family homemade recipes and craft cocktails to create a one-of-a-kind eating experience. All summer long, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, Unidad now brings you Summer Happy Hour with a special menu from 2 to 5 p.m. And that gorgeous new patio is open with its own patio bar. And along with regular seating, a lounge that can be reserved in advance and will accommodate six to eight guests. Need more to get excited about this summer? Unidad's one-year anniversary is Thursday, July 18th. A special menu, fun cocktails, complimentary beer and mezcal samplings, and live music. Thursday, July 18th at the one-year anniversary of Unidad, a Latin kitchen and bar. Located at 3339 West 95th Street in the heart of Evergreen Park. Learn more at unidadrestaurant.com. Sitting once again, we've had him on before, George Peso, he runs, he's the head, he's got a lot of helpers, but he's he's the main guy, he spearheads the entire thing of the Evergreen Park Historical Commission, and you finally got something that you told me you were working towards way back when we first started this podcast, and that was a permanent spot where you could start to display all the things that, you know, in the history of Evergreen Park, all the things that you had, and where is that at now? Okay, that is in Circle Park. That's uh, the new building that was being built, the new com- community building that was just recently finished uh, in, in the Circle Park there. So but we have a, a, a good-sized room that will hold about 18 panels for display and about three or four tables for additional material displays. We're looking forward to it. And in fact, June 29th, which is a day in the park, our room will be open where people can come in uh, after they finish doing, you know, attending the other uh things that are going on in the park and they come and experience a little bit of a history of the Evergreen. That's what we're doing. So now, the great thing about this over at the Community Center and a permanent spot for the Historical Commission is that you can now do like, just like any other museum, you can do something for, you know, let's say five, six months and then you can switch it all up and bring out new stuff. So it's going to change every once in a while. So people can, it's not like you go visit it once, you're never gonna go visit it again. There's something interesting that's gonna keep coming out. You're gonna do things seasonally, right? Right. You know, we have people in our in our group, we, we sit around, we have a little bit of a talk session and uh, we'll dream of ideas for this museum. And uh, uh, besides the history of the village, well, our next project will be for the holidays. We figure we'll set up our Christmas tree and what we're going to do is actually put up all the, uh, let's see, uh, uh, advertisements of all the businesses in the village, uh, pictures of the businesses. Uh, Through the years, like all the stuff in the exactly, history of, the, of all exactly. the businesses that have been here That's over the correct. years. That's correct. And uh, the panels that we don't use, we're going to wrap in Christmas paper. <laughs> so that'll look like gigantic Christmas presents. Well, that's awesome. So you can go now and see the Evergreen Park Historical Commission, their permanent location inside of the community center. Is it open daily or like can people uh, just walk through? It'll be open only on the 29th right now. As far as open daily and so forth, I have to do some coordination. I'm with the mayor, we'll have to work out some kind of a schedule. 
I just want to get his feeling. So think of the 29th like the sneak peek. That's Your cool. opportunity during day in the park oh, yeah. is to get a sneak peek at it before Definitely. they set up the regular hours and Definitely. times where people can go in and they can actually see different things. Exactly, exactly. And people will enjoy it, I know, because there's a lot of people that really don't know any history about this village. They just move in and exist. And, you know, it's a shame that this happens. But people should know where they're living and the roots of where they're living in. You know, and the African does have a very interesting history. Well, you've shown me a lot of stuff that's back there. I don't know what you're going to put on display. I've walked through your caverns where you have, like, way too much stuff for just one room. So I can't wait to see what you selected for the first time around here. But we will actually be out at Day at the Park. EP Podcast will be there. And so I will make sure that I mosey across the street to the community center and check out what you got. Okay, Definitely. George? And don't forget about these... Uh cycling experience, the historical tour of Evergreen Park. There's a lot of sites here that, that are very historical, and of course you can't see them because they're all gone, but we're all, we will be there to call, have a little bit of a talk session on every site. That is right. We mentioned this just a, a couple of weeks ago, I believe, mm-hmm. the historical tour of Evergreen Park cycling experience, and it's for kids, grades 5 to 12, but their families can come too, so I need to have definitely. a kid with me. Oh, definitely. Well, you don't have to have a kid. Kids please, please, so bring your kids, whatever. Okay, but if I don't want to bring my kids, can I come to it too? If I'm sure, just bring, bring your wife too. Okay, bring your wife. I'm going to bring the, everybody's coming, okay? Good. So, great. So, and that's on the 29th, I'm sorry, the 27th of July. It's that's Saturday. Uh, I might say that if there is rain that day, which we've been having a lot of lately, unfortunately. Um, right in the rain. <laughs> no. We're going to have it. We're going to have the people back in the museum. That's what we're going to do. We're going to have our We're taking car- all the bikes into the museum. No, not quite. We're going to ride around inside the museum like in a big circle. You know, you could probably ride through that whole building. I think we could ride through that whole building. I think <laughs> the, that'd be great. The hallways are quite wide. I'm sure. You know, I'm calling it right now. If it rains, bring your bike anyway. We're going to ride through the community center. Yeah, right. <laughs> the mayor will love it. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta go see a play this week. A play? I don't want to. That sounds very cultural and artistic. No, no it's a children's play. For for uh, my my daughter's in the theater. Okay. She, she's this has become like a new thing. So she's thirteen and she wants to do theater stuff, and that's fine. But the problem is, is that she joined up over at the Macaulay Theater Camp. Okay. And their last week and this week are the it's two weeks. It's a fabulous that camp. By it's the a way. great camp. So anyway. The Most Holy Redeemer Carnival was five full days that she went to all five days. All leading, five. Leading into the first day of theater camp. Well, the problem is the first day of theater camp is when you do your audition. Now, the last time she was in a play, I think maybe the last two times she's been in a play, she's had a speaking role. See what I'm saying? Yeah. But this child, she didn't prepare at all. So she didn't Improv. get any Yeah, she didn't, she didn't get anything. Okay. See what I'm saying? Like other kids probably like went home and they probably practiced and they're like these but are the songs the I need Redeemer to know. But she was at the Redeemer Carnival, right? But she was she yeah. was too busy living it up, so she didn't get it. She didn't get a part. Was it which, hashtag YOLO or whatever? Yeah, which I don't really care if she got a part or not. That's the thing. I don't really care if she got a part or not. What I do care about now, though, is that I have to go to four performances over two days to show support and watch her stand in the background. You have to pay admission all four times? Yes, I have to pay admission. To watch her stand in the background. To watch her stand in the background. And it's like it's like you want to say, you know, sweetheart, you didn't really get a like a speaking role, so daddy will come to like one. You know what I'm saying? Right. But I can't do that. Why? Because then I'm going to get the sad face. 
I'm going to get to it's okay, but you can tell in her eyes it's not okay. Like how Erica keeps telling me that I don't have to do something special for her 40th birthday. You really should. But I know I have to. So it's just the same thing. She'll be like, you don't need to go to the play, but I'm going to know I have to go to the play. Four days. Watching my child sing background. What annoying, annoying play do you think this is? Okay. It's a Disney film. The Disney that I film, don't want to go see. And it's four annoying. Times. Aladdin. No. No, no. More recent history annoying. More recent. Like, I know the words to all the songs and I don't want to Frozen. listen to Frozen. Yes. Are you? Wait, I took, a, I took a wild guess. Yes. They're doing Frozen in the middle of the summer? Yes. Let it go. Yeah, yeah. Let yeah. it go. But it's going to be some other kid singing that part. She'll just be in the background. She'll as a be in the background letting it go. Right. And I've got to I've got to watch that four times. I have not heard a single Frozen song other than that "Let It Go" thing. Only oh, because do you I get my hair cut. No man, no. I know them all. By the time when you see me at Day in the Park the next day on Saturday, after two performances on Thursday and two performances on Friday, I don't know how long we'll be at the EP podcast booth before I just dive headfirst into the beer garden. Because I'm going to need a break. <laughs> Okay, that's just a fair warning. Let it all go. Let it all go. Yeah, I'll be singing "Let It Go" by four in the afternoon. Rob, I'm the lead in the both the bands, go. both the bands that are playing, and it's me singing "Let It Go, Let It Go." Another show is wrapped up. Another show's in the books. Another show is wrapped up, and then by the looks, it's gonna be a good one. And we'll see you next week. And the nude is Another show is wrapped up, another show is wrapped up, another show is wrapped up, and it's in the books. Another show is wrapped up, another show is wrapped up, and by the looks, it's gonna be a good one. Nudie's Basement, broadcast, Basement, the Nudie's Basement, the Broad Basement. Slancha. That was like Dropkick Murphys or something, right? I felt like it. We all know that summer is here. And for many people, that means it's time to get the car ready for a long road trip. And now that we have GPS on our smartphones and in our cars, it's a lot easier to navigate these drives without getting lost. During your life and mine, you're going to take a lot of journeys. And one of those journeys is something that I am personally not very good at mapping out on my own. It's the road to your financial goals. But there's actually a financial goal GPS that you can use to help get you where you want to go. For people here in Evergreen Park, the GPS has a name. Tom Walsh of Edward Jones, located right on the corner of 111th and Kedzie. The same things that your GPS does for you on these trips, Tom's going to help you with your financial plan. Listen, families in South Chicago land have been benefiting from Tom's get-to-know-you approach and do-the-right-thing values for over 18 years. Contact my close personal friend, And also, a fellow Brother Ice alumni, Tom Walsh. He's your local Edward Jones advisor, located in Mount Greenwood, right outside of the EP at 111th and Kedzie. Member SIPC. The EP Podcast. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found. And always at theeppodcast.com.